What's up guys, welcome back to the channel. Today I want to talk about three bad draws you need to stop chasing. This is a particularly fishy play that I see a lot of beginners and amateurs making these days, so let's jump right into it. All right, so fishy bad draw number one that you need to stop chasing is gut shot straight draws aka inside straight draw i think that's the only aka uh what's the problem with these guys they have really bad equity equity by the way is going to be your percentage of the odds that you have to win the pot when i say equity that's what i mean let me give you an example here you have ace three of spades and the flop comes down with a five of diamonds two of clubs and eight of diamonds you have the gut shot straight draw here the inside straight draw if the four came down, you would have a straight. Actually, not the best straight on board, by the way. A seven, six would uh, still beat you. I'm going to talk about that in a second, by the way. So hang on for a second when we talk about always drawing to the nuts, because that's my second uh, bad draw to stop chasing. But let's get into some numbers here. What is the biggest problem with gut shot straight draws? As I mentioned at the top here, they have really bad equity, bad odds, guys. If you have this hand, for example, your chances of hitting at your four on the turn is only 8.5%. Not good, right? That's less than 10%. And your chances from the flop all the way to the river of making this hand are just 16.5%, guys. That's, what is that, one out of seven times? Uh, something like that, really bad, you know? It's, and that's why I see mostly just recreational players making this mistake of chasing with this hand. Now, a lot of people will say, well, Nathan, but you got the ace and, that is true. It is nicer when you have an ace. You have that kind of overcard in this situation. It's going to bump us up a little bit. It's going to give us a little bit more equity. But guys, bottom line, gut shot straight draws in general are not good draws to chase because as you guys can see with the numbers, they are typically long shots to come through. If you're going to be chasing draws, you want to focus more on open-ended straight draws where you have four outs on each side, eight in total. We're, again, we're gonna talk about that in a second because you just have much higher equity. With an open-ended straight draw, uh, you, you typically have around 30% equity so guys, if you are currently chasing a lot of gut shot straight draws, I would highly suggest getting it out of your game because it's probably going to be costing you money. Let's get on to bad draw number two which is chasing the bottom end of the straight. Guys, this is another fishy mistake that I see a lot of beginners, amateurs, and recreational players making these days, and that is not really understanding the quality of their straight draw, One similar to gut shots, actually. So let me give you an example. Once again, you have ace, six of hearts, Flop comes down with a seven of clubs, eight of diamonds, nine of spades. So you're like, yay, I got a, I got a straight draw, right? We do have a straight draw, but it's not a very quality straight draw. Because guys, the problem is here is only if it comes on the turn with a five are you gonna be really happy with your hand. In fact, that still won't even be the nuts because 10-6 would beat you. It's really, really important to be able to, to be able to look at boards and understand what is going to be the best hand if you hit. But the even bigger problem here is that if, for instance, the turn comes with a 10 of hearts, and somebody has any jack, it could be jack deuce, jack three, jack, any jack, they beat you, but you've got a straight. And a lot of people, you know, it's very difficult to fold a straight in poker, right? So this is one of these situations where you're literally just setting yourself up for disaster. That's why bottom chasing the bottom end of the straight is often also called the idiot end of the straight, the ass end of the straight, and maybe some other stuff. 
because guys, it's just begging to get you in trouble. In fact, if somebody has Jack-10, you could literally be drawing dead on this flop. AKA there are no turn and river cards in the deck that can save you. You are 100% going to lose the hand. So guys, the bottom line here really is to always make sure that your draw, your straight draw, is drawing to the nuts, hope, I mean, ideally the nuts at both ends, right? Not just one end like this. It's really important to understand how to read your straight draws correctly, similar to the hand before. Understand what your real equity is so that you're not consistently chasing bad draws like this, and especially ones like this that can get you in a ton of trouble if you hit. All right, let's move on to my final bad draw that you need to stop chasing, and that is low flush draws. Now guys, this has been one of my nemesis for years with a lot of my students. Uh, in particular, this is a, a situation that costs them a ton of money. And I'm gonna say with this one, it's all about not putting yourself in bad situations in the first place. I've made a lot of videos uh, recently on this channel talking about don't play these hands, don't play that hand. And even though some of those videos were tongue in cheek, I made them for a reason. And I talked a lot about hands like this, 5-4 suited for example, 3-2 suited, hands like this. For the reason why is because these put you in a situation where you're chasing a low flush draw where once again you're just setting yourself up for disaster because somebody could have a higher flush draw. Let me give you an example. You have the aforementioned 5-4 of hearts, flop comes down with a king of hearts, 10 of clubs, 3 of hearts. Once again you're like, yay I've got the flush draw. We actually have a backdoor straight draw too. So this hand does have some decent equity. If it came with a 6 and a 2 for example, we would also hit a straight. However, you want to be careful with this hand. You don't want to be, you know, putting in a lot of big action because it's likely you're putting it in bad, like in the previous example. So for instance, if you're on the flop and there's, you know, a, a big bet and a raise in front of you, guys, you just need to fold in this situation. I know you have a flush draw and even a backdoor straight draw, but when there's huge action in front of you like that, it's screaming that somebody has uh, an extremely strong hand like a set or a higher flush draw. Let's talk about both of those. So if somebody had pocket threes or pocket tens, you're honestly, you're not in very good shape against either of those hands. I should put the math on the board here, but you've got about 25% equity versus those hands because even if you hit your draw, they can boat up on the river or, or, or on the turn. For example, if they have pocket threes and say the turn came with the 10 of hearts, you have a flush, but they have a full house, which of course beats a flush. So once again, guys, you're just setting yourself up for disaster versus a hand like that. And of course, the other more important point is somebody could have, when there's big action in front of you like this, a bet and a raise or big bet, something like that, there's a decent chance somebody has something like ace queen of hearts and you are screwed versus that hand. I mean, if any heart comes, you're gonna make a flush. And of course, they're gonna have a much higher flush and you're gonna be in one of those situations, just like in the previous hand, where you've got a really strong hand, a flush, and guess what? You're drawing completely dead. There is no way for you to win the pot. So guys, these are the top three bad draws. These are fishy draws that I see a lot of recreational players and beginners in particular making. So make sure that you're just being careful with these kind of draws, gut shot straight draws, bottom end of the straight, and low flush draws. 
Honestly, I would suggest just not putting in much action with these hands, checking, or if there's a lot of big, big action in front of you, bet raise, stuff like that, just get out of there, guys. It's not worth it. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you wanna know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with BlackRain79.com.